Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson, and I'm joined by my friend, confidant, and uh, lover, Violent. We have violent sex, me and Luke Moore, in a bed. <laughs> what? What's wrong? We've got wrong? to start scripting these, because I don't... <laughs> I've never want to sign... I'm not signing that off. I'm not signing... We have some violent sex. Satisfying sex. We're like Machine Gun Kelly and... Uh, what's her name? We're just drinking each other's blood. John blah, Peterson. Blah, blah, blah. John Peterson. <laughs> We're just eating meat off each other's bellies. It's lovely. Well, that's not so bad. <laughs> no, that's not that. Whatever you do, as long as the fat isn't too hot. If someone said to me, it's the biggest, best, not the biggest, that doesn't make any sense, the best steak <laughs> you would ever eat. Right. And the caveat is you've got to eat it, use Pete's belly as a plate. That's all right. I, My belly's I, nice and, well, it's not yeah. flat. I'd it's certainly hairless. It. I'd probably still do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd, I'd want a rigorous scrub with that iodine stuff they use in, in operations first. <laughs> I like I that when they get like a little, they, get, they soak a little rag in it, and they get their little pincers and they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would probably, I would probably still eat the steak off your belly. Well, the iodine would, yeah, but the iodine would, it would taste like it's like TCP, isn't it? I imagine my list, my brain. list of uh, my list of like rider demands for that particular gig if you like yeah would be you'd have to be wearing trousers and pants <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh i'd like it to be rigorously cleaned by a cleaner of my choosing yeah right, right okay yeah and i'd like you to have not have I, I would want it to be as kind of benign as possible so i wouldn't want you to be yeah, I'd, I'd like you to be kind of normal and, and friendly about it. I wouldn't normal want you to be like and friendly weird. about it. Yeah. I'm being normal and friendly about Actually, it. Actually, I think what, I, would, like, I would also insist on you wearing a contact? shirt, but the shirt's open because then you still kind of got clothes on. Dog shirt. Uh, uh, would I? Would yeah, I be, the dog shirt. Yeah. Would I? Would I be blindfolded? Would I? No, because uh, makes, I... that makes it so completely new. That's something else. <laughs> that makes it erotic. And I've got no problem if if you know I've got no problem. Mm. But, you Am know, I allowed? Am I allowed to sort of like um, go mm, with my tongue? Mm. Am I, I, to do I that? don't, in theory, have any problem with being erotic with any other human being if it suits yeah. if it suits them and me. Yeah. I I would draw the line. Draw at the you, line. Though. Draw yeah. the line. So how far up is it covering my stomach? Is it covering my navel? Or is it no, a bit lower you, you or just a bit higher? Clothes, a bit but higher? you just open the shirt and someone slapped a steak on your belly. Right. Okay. If the um, if the meat is dribbling down into my crotch, oh, are you cool with that? See, like, in practice, it's never going to work, is it? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it, work. And it would have to be cold because it would burn me otherwise. But would I no, be able imagine, to have imagine eye contact if it was with raw, you? Imagine if it was raw and I slapped it on your belly and it just started sizzling. <laughs> what was going on there? Like, like an Hot American man Donaldson. cooking a fried egg on a car engine. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely old job. Look, you mirror, how the devil anyway, are you, say? You all right? I've, I was okay. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't what? expecting being taken down that blind alley, but I'm okay <laughs> with Thursday, thanks. Every, look, people are looking for new culinary experiences, and, and if if you don't do it, Shoreditch will. Yeah. Pick Donaldson's belly. <laughs> yeah. The look belly blind restaurant. There's, there's, there's a, a, a pitch black restaurant yes. uh, waited by blind people, isn't there, in um, yes. Farringdon, I think, in East London. I've never been there, but apparently it's very good. Yeah. It's completely pitch black. Yeah. How, Every... did those, how did those pen pushes at health and safety ever sign that off? I don't know. They've got. It seems. Uh, it seems needlessly. Uh, but then, yeah. I mean, I just don't think because the argument is, if um, some of the working staff are, are non-seeing, does it really matter? They need to be. Work- they want to work. They need to work. So how? So it becomes then a political issue. And then you kind of like, well, yes, but you're adding in a lot of variables that a health and that a kitchen needs to be able to. What happens if you need to go to the toilet as a customer? What happens if you know, fire alarm? Obviously, uh, that's an alarm. That doesn't matter. I'm trying to think of issues here. Yeah, well, if you need to go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. but you'd just be led out, wouldn't you? You'd just be led out. But th- th- I reckon it must be a pretty big space with very few tables. Yeah. I'd I've worry that been, someone I, I, was tickling me. It's got a very good re- <laughs> It's got a very good reputation. Excuse me, I'm trying to eat a steak off my friend's belly here. <laughs> do, you, do you mind? Because you could just get completely naked and no one know. Yeah. Excuse That'd me, sir, why, why are you lying across the table on the, on the back? <laughs> About. One, well, well, two reasons actually. One, because I can't see anything, and two, <laughs> because my friend is eating the steak off my belly. You got exactly. a problem with that? <laughs> exactly. Lovely old. Job. How are you? Yeah. How's your week been, Peter? What's new with you? Oh, it's been all right. Just been beset with uh, just issues and problems. Uh, so my partner's away. Sarah's away, and she is in Chicago doing a Chicago town pizza promotion for her radio station. Oh, what a great gig! What a great gig. And she's just eating pizza all the time. She's just eating pizza for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Uh, and I, I'm eating, like, healthfully. <laughs> I'm, like, eating a couple of nights ago. I had a pot noodle with a load of um, a load of asparagus jammed in it from the air fryer. Yeah, I found that confusing. Yeah. Uh, I've just been eating quite well. I've just, I'm just eating well is the best revenge. There's no revenge involved. I'm just, I'm just eating You're not well. eating well when you eating send to your work group... With everyone who works at a company on it, yeah. a, just an, uh, an uncontextual Japanese pot noodle yeah. with loads of asparagus sticking out the top of it. I think I think it I think it's a lovely touch, personally. <laughs> I think it's great. T- I think it's great for you and for your personal brand. Listen, you've you, had a fantastic to... fortnight in terms of your personal brand. You've had that dog um, shirt. Dog shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, had true. that Japanese noodle with asparagus thing yeah. on the group. Yeah. You've probably made a couple of ill-advised purchases have you over the last couple of weeks managed to get Can that you... apple eye mac i upped i upped my uh i upped my uh purchase yes. uh power i panicked i i gave i put 50 in and i thought well that's not gonna Cut that's gonna have, that's gonna bloody gone so i was like well god i'll, I'll up it to 75 and and um and she took that one so to speak mm. so yeah so well done me actually well, yeah. um I took a picture of uh, of another meal I did make, uh, the first of of many I've made while Sarah's been away, and uh, I've got a picture. Do you want to uh, do you want to do you want to maybe have a think about what all that is? <laughs> okay, yeah. So you're you're holding it up. So okay, yeah, I can easily do this. I reckon because yeah, okay, I know yeah. you. And it's, it's you basically it yeah. it's not about identifying the food. It's about channeling how much you know about Pete Donaldson. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Right. First of all, there's some Stilton on it. Stilton. Yeah. Good Stilton. Birthday Stilton. Expensive yeah, Stilton. Yep. Yeah. 
bottom of the picture looks to be like those yellow chili peppers you get in the kebab house. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the top right looks like the burnt fish tail. It's uh, crab sticks I put in the air fryer. <laughs> so I'm not far off with that. Not far off. I thought I thought that would work. And, and then li- on, on the left looks like some kind of red chilies. Uh no, 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 no. It's just crab sticks put in the air fryer. Those chilies you get in the kebab house, uh, Stilton. Uh, and at the top, it does look like a little poo. Uh, it's just a bit of um, just a bit of uh, jam that came with all the cheese that I got for my birthday. That is the meal of a maniac. And it's I think not just... the meal of a maniac, for crying out loud. Hang on, be, be quiet a minute. Partly yeah. because I've lost you in vision, I can't see you. <laughs> you don't know what I'm what I'm up to. Uh, it's my fa- it's my fault. I put my mobile phone down on uh, on on the camera button, so I popped off for a bit. Oh, right. internal temp high, allowed to cool. I, I I want people listening to fully understand and process. Yeah, that I am making a show twice a week with someone who eats a meal like that and that tells you everything you need to know about what i'm dealing with right right okay the man is eating air fried crab sticks yeah stilton yeah chili pepper from the kebab house and jam on the same plate yeah well the jam goes with the stilton and uh it, it wasn't the worst meal i made that week to be fair well i believe that that doesn't hey. make it a good thing Hey, that kitchen stinks now, and uh, <laughs> it attracted it attracted the attention of a fox yesterday when I was in the cabin. I was in the cabin down the end of the garden. Fox is just trying to get in the house, trying to test the test the old uh, test the old fences, trying to get in the house. Wants, wants some of my crab sticks. Yeah, they're really brave. They are so brave. Yeah, brave boy. Um, did, I, did I tell you the, uh, the the a couple got shot in my house before I moved in? I, think <laughs> I did, didn't they? Apparently, well, apparently, obviously not. I did. I must have done. Surely you told us that. You told yeah, us that no, story. Yeah, they, tell uh, it now. They uh, were apparently we were visited. Uh, the house, uh, the house owners before us were visited by um, by two foxes very regularly. They'd go through the bins. They'd fucking kick off and just be a pain in the bum. Whatever. Um, and so they uh, so they brought some. I think they must have been exterminators out, and they were kind of expecting the exterminators because they're foxes. They were expecting like you know put a bit of poison down or put a bit something that would scare the foxes away because you know they were they were being a bit of a menace apparently but um the thing that uh the, th- the thing that uh, the, the experiments came around and um, they managed to capture the two foxes put them in a uh put them in a uh a, a big cage and then they um they shot them they huh. shot them in the garden blood up the fence everything is that even legal apparent well apparently so i don't think i mean yeah, they don't seem like the best exterminators, and I imagine farmers have very different views of what foxes do. So, when you stuff, said yeah. someone got shot, you just mean foxes? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't say someone got. I didn't say someone got. Some of them got shot. Oh, I thought you said someone I got I shot. Think I, I think I said some of okay. them. Anyway, okay. someone got shot, and uh, yeah, two foxes got shot in, in the garden. I, I kind of want to know where it was. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful stuff. Well, we'll get a lot of stick for that. Do you remember I told you that story that I saw a fox get decapitated on the train track, which oh, I fucking did, yes. by the way. I yeah. actually saw that. And I had made the mistake of recounting that story to our to our listenership. Yeah. You know, and it was a few years ago now, so I mean, yeah. maybe they weren't quite as urbane and cultured and, and understanding as they are now. I got a load of stick for that. And all I was doing was telling the story. I mean, it, it happened right in front of me. It was a weird thing. I thought it's, it's of interest. Oh, I can't believe it. Cruelty to animals. I, I, I didn't kill the fox. I didn't have anything to do with it. I was just standing on the platform at like six in the morning one morning and it happened. Yeah. The fox got confused, didn't know if to come or go, and it got killed. And it was yeah. an awful thing. And I was kind of sharing it as a, you know, a little bit of a therapy session. People did not like that story. So they ain't going to like that one either, Pete Donaldson. You did take a picture, though. And, and that's the thing that everyone wanted. 
They did. It was yeah, very, it was, I was people bombarded. People got upset, and then the half, the other half, wanted the picture. Bombarded. <laughs> um, you know, you said that your kitchen now stinks um, after that meal you made. Yep. Uh, good friend of mine, Phil, who you listeners will be familiar with because he owns um, that hotel, um, yep. hotel up in up in Loch Ness. Uh, he once he's a character and I mean yeah. that and the ultimately the most positive way possible he's a great great guy but he's a character and he would mm. be happily comfortable being described as such um, he put an onion in his juicer and he had to chuck the juicer away yeah impossible yeah. to get the impossible to get the taste or smell out of it yeah uh, yeah you've got it you, you can't you can't you can't play with onions in, in, in that way. I, I don't know onions, what it is, is about it, them. Pete, is, it, is it underrated in society how powerful onions are? I think it is. You put um, listen, you, you have a bit of raw onion in your sandwich or in your burger, your day's over. <laughs> but why sometimes you do get raw onions in a burger? And it's like... It's, a, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. There's two it's things pathetic. I cannot fucking stand. And I am... I am a burger expert. I don't care what anyone... I'm not an expert <laughs> in anything, but I am a burger expert. And if you're not right. toasting... If I'm going to a commercially fucking viable restaurant for a burger and you are A, not toasting the bun and B, not grilling the onions, don't yeah. expect my custom ever again. <laughs> it's just, Yeah, not grilling the burger though. Some of them are... Just some no, of the bun. I mean the bun. The bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think... Well, yeah. Hmm... Yeah, I, I, I don't mind I don't mind a non-grilled uh, brioche bun as long as it's no because it falls to pieces if it's not yeah, toasted. Yeah, I'm not having it. No, I, I I don't mind that, but I just think the the, the raw onion is fucking disgusting. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting it's 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 area. it's a day ender. It doesn't matter yeah. how much chewing gum you eat. So the chewing gum situation in this country is a quite an interesting one as well, mm. because the chewing gum in the UK is of, is of good quality when compared yeah. to our American cousins. Our American cousins' chewing gum, the flavour is nowhere near as strong. Yep. The strongest of all the breath-freshening mint chewing gum is the Wrigley's Extra Peppermint, right? Right, that yeah. Can, two of those cannot handle raw onion. You've just got to let nature take its course. It doesn't matter how many times you brush your teeth, it doesn't matter how much chewing gum you have, your day is over if you yep. eat even one slice of raw onion. <laughs> You're done. And I think we should be more aware of that as a society. And some people, and some people with bad guts, they 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 should stay clear of the old, of the old onions. The um, I will say uh, for one, it's not as bad as um, as what a man did in Japan. I did cover this on a broad Japan, but it's quite a good story. A man's been uh, got in trouble. He's been fined by a hotel chain because he boiled two crabs in the hotel kettle. Fucking hell. How did they find out he did it? Because it fucking stank, Luke. Absolutely God. stank. He's probably got worms in his belly. But uh. yeah, he uh, he was he was on a business trip and he thought, "Whoa, I'll get myself a lovely bit of crab." And he just boiled this crab until uh, until yeah, it could be boiled no more, and uh, made a delicious crabby mess in in the hotel room. He's been charged <laughs> like he's only that? been, but he's only being charged like I think a hundred dollars or something for because they couldn't rent the the room out the two days hence and also yeah. they had to sort of fumigate the room a little bit professionally so i yeah. think that's pretty good for the sweet taste of fresh crab in your do, hotel do, do, do you think do you think that's something that fumigators normally do we're just going to fumigate the room a bit <laughs> you, i think really be... i feel like once you're in there for a fumigation you can't have in for a penny and for a pound like you can't half fumigate a room can you no that's true just open the windows yeah i, I don't know what he was doing but i do, just imagine him sitting on the edge of a business hotel bed uh, just peeling a crab. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right, do you know what the worst, the worst smelly food story I've got uh, is? 
I, I will name names because I've got to the stage in my career now where I don't fucking care. Yep. So um, I was working was at TalkSport. As loads of you know, <laughs> I was working at TalkSport. And I started out on TalkSport before I had my Friday night show. I started out doing the breakfast show papers. And that was a fucking gig. It was hard. The cab would come for you at five in the morning. Uh, at the time, I was still working full time. So I was going to work straight after. But anyway, cab would come at five in the morning. You would get in there, do the preparation, to prep it all yourself. And then when it came to go on the breakfast show and do the papers... Um, you had to be super prepared because you never knew what Alan Brazil was going to say. And um, <laughs> and anyway, so you'd be in there for an hour and a half prepping. There's a guy who worked who worked there at the time called Ian Abrahams, who everyone calls the Moose. He's kind of the quite moose, famous yeah. for, for all the all, lots of different reasons. He would be there from 3 a.m. because he was doing the breakfast news and sport. Right. So when it got to about 6 a.m., that was like his lunchtime. Right. Every single morning I was in, he would be microwaving tuna pancakes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tuna pancakes? How's he made that then? Has he made the pancakes at home? Why pancakes? I don't know. Don't know. Tuna mayonnaise pancakes? Yeah. Tuna mayonnaise in a pancake? Microwaving them. I'm not, I'm not going to investigate any further, mate. I don't know the answer to your question. I don't want to know. I don't care. They, they should have a rooftop uh, microwave for uh, maniacs who need that level of tuna protein in their lives because it's just, it's just no good. It's, it's no good. You can't cook it. Do not warm... Ugh. When I when I when I asked kindly if I could make the move graduation from breakfast papers to like a better spot, yeah. I genuinely gave that as one of the reasons. <laughs> it fucking stinks in the morning. Yeah, I can't I can't deal with this. If I've had I a few to... beers the night before, particularly, I can't deal with this. I mean, to be fair, most breakfast show kind of studios stink of just farts, just farts. People because because older men mucks up your guts, doesn't it? It just messes with your guts. You're eating bad food. I used to get. I used to. When I used to do Lauren Vance breakfast show. I used to uh, turn up at like cracking on for you know six at Leicester Square uh, tube station. And you know those kind of like they're probably not even fucking allowed to do it anymore. But you know those kind of like um, they're like little off licenses, like little news agents shops yeah. and stuff. And then they'd always have a little kind of. Um, unlovable little collection of um, sweet and savoury sort of pastries behind a little glass that a piece of glass that never gets washed and they were all and there would be bright yellow kind of like balty uh, pakora things yeah I remember those yeah. do you know what I mean like, and, and, I'd, and I'd get one every morning I'd be like that is, is a mad only, that is a madness doing that this is the only food that's available at this time of the morning and I'd just and it would be horrible and there'd be too much pastry and you'd be like oh, you shouldn't have been doing that at that no, time in the morning like, that's I, younger I, man stuff it's all if we're building a case like a criminal case about your guts that me, is a big me, piece of evidence. Me in the dock, stomach yeah. crying. In Tell the him that story. Box. He won't need an endoscopy. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, we had a lot of emails, people asking about endoscopies. And speaking about um, emails, let's have a break because we've got to do some battery brands, Pete, and we come yeah. back. So um, let's, let's do that. Right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, so look at Pete Shaw Pat 2 Battery Brand. That's what we do every Thursday. That's what we're doing this Thursday, for crying out loud. Got a message from Steve. If you've found a, a, a battery in a bit of uh, a bit of tat that you've got uh, and it's got an interesting name, 
we're not talking to GP Ultras. GP Ultras are ubiquitous. They are everywhere. They're in every Samsung bit of, bit of nonsense out there. Uh, we want some interesting, silly names. Uh, Steve's come in uh, with uh, with one. This probably uh, couldn't be further from a new player, and I should hang my head in shame, but I found this battery on the side in a BT exchange in Norwich. I've never heard of the brand before. I present to you Ultralife 9V Lithium. I appreciate they are not AA or AAA, but the old 9V block is a standard in my part of the parish. Steve, you are allowed a 9V block. You're allowed any of the A to Ds. You're just not allowed the rechargeable, weird-shaped ones that you see in yeah. uh, in modern consumer electronics. Before I give the answer on this, because I've done the yes. search and I'll give the verdict, yeah. uh, can I just get a, a, get a ruling from you, Pete, on the fact that he's found this on the side of a BT exchange in Norwich? I think that's... Yeah, you're right. You have to own the battery, but I think this one is so charming in where they found it. You're introducing think... a caveat, are you? I'm introducing a caveat. I think this is, this is a special case. We struggle about it before, like people who've got like battery bins in the in the in the um, in Tesco's and taking a picture. Yeah, then they are I, not they, welcome. They here. are not welcome here. But I think finding Ultra Life in a BT ex- what is a, like, a BT exchange? What is that? Like it's like, a, isn't it one of those big buildings where they do all the like, communication administration and stuff? Like, it's one of I those presume so, but why is Steve in there? <laughs> That's well, what the, I want to know. The plot, has, the, the, plot, the plot inevitably needs to thicken. Let Steve, you need to get Steve. back in touch. I can reveal that if it if you're going to accept it, Pete, it is indeed, miraculously, it is a new player. Oh, it's because it's very sort of like, uh, it's pretty lame, isn't it, as a word? Ultralife. You'd think someone would come out, come out with that one before. The specific Ultralife 9V lithium. Right, okay is a new player, but also we've never had Ultralife sent in before. Fantastic. Which is kind Lovely of stuff. surprising, really. The, the battery like the itself looks really depressing. It, it reminds me, it's the same packaging as uh, there's a uh, Japanese chewing gum called Black Black, which is very powdery and it tastes very metallic, uh, but it's got caffeine in it. Um, so it's, it's, it wakes you up a little bit. It's, it's disgusting, but it works. <laughs> it looks uh, like that. Got a message from Joshua. Uh, hello, Joshua from Memphis, Tennessee. Here, always on the lookout for a possible submission. I found in this uh, random remote. Excited to present to you my first submission: W Box Technologies. What a W Box is, God only knows. <laughs> I mean, Joshua's wank box. I'm so excited by this because the and I the just photo, can't hide it. The photos, um, great. It's, right. I, this is a new player com- confirmed. Yep. Joshua, congratulations! Okay, nice. I've never seen okay. anything like this before. I've never heard of it. Never once come across it. Uh, I have no idea how old it is. It's a very classic design, red with a black and white kind of name on it. W-Box Technology. We are still four or five years on finding brand new battery brands. It's fucking insane. It's insane. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say, really. I would very much like to know what other technology W-Box Technologies actually create. Yeah. I just want to see those ones that don't just create batteries. They also brand up, I don't know, travel irons. The aforementioned dildos. I just I just want to know <laughs> what they make. I want to know what other things they make. Yeah. For quite loud. Anyway, Andrew from the Sunshine Coast, uh, Australia. Uh, he's Lovely put part in, of the world. Uh, he's put parentheses. Uh, good day, the Luke and the Pete. I was digging around my old stuff in preparation for moving to Japan. Good man. And found a pair of AA Shanghai Donya in my Game Boy Color. Is this a new player? I find this very charming that uh, Andrew is taking his Game Boy Color to Japan. <laughs> hey, yeah. guys, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like you guys. Um... Oh, it's a it's a it's a brand new player. That's a hat trick of new players, mate. What a f- seismic day for the Luke what and Peter community. What a seismic day! Is that three? Is that the first time three in a row? Three in a row. Hat trick. I don't know if it's a first. We have nice. to check Rory, but it's, it certainly seems to me it's certainly the first hat trick yeah. I can remember. Fantastic. Well, well uh, done, Andrew. guys. Cracking stuff. I think, yeah, I think that's the first time we've ever had three on three. So uh, no doubt this will be celebrated on the socials for about a year. I want to find time. Congratulations to everyone who's contributed there. Yes. Uh, do keep them coming in, as Pete says. Hello at lukeandpeach.com. I, I, before we go, I really want to do a quick email because this has 
not changed my life, but it's certainly made my life a lot better. And it comes from yeah. James Jennings. Now, a Monday, maybe the Monday before last, I think, Peter, we were talking yeah. about cling film, right? How difficult it is to use. The most particular iteration of the Sainsbury's brand cling film is crap. It, it just tears. <laughs> it sticks to itself. It's really, really difficult to use. James Jennings, God bless him, has come in with the following. Hi, guys. Just a quick one regarding your cling film chat from last Monday's show. Something I learned last year after a lifetime of despising cling film is you must store it in the freezer. It temporarily right. makes the plastic less clingy because of the cold temperature. Hope this info is useful. Love the show. Now, I saw that email coming a few days ago. I thought we've definitely got to do that. But in the meantime, I'll try it out. I promise this is true. I went down to Sainsbury's local, bought a new load of cling film because I chucked the other one away. I was so pissed off with it. And I, mm. I had considered a life without cling film at that point. Right. And I tried exactly what James said, and I, it actually works. It works perfectly. Does it actually? Yes, it, wor- it works. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, it only works for a certain amount of time. As soon as it starts coming up temperature again, it, go- it gets up to all its old tricks. Is that because it reduces the sta- static uh, electricity in the, in, the, in the thing? So could you just have I'm that I'm not sure how it there? works, but it does. The, the cardboard box would get soggy, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, have you ever seen a film, and this might be a complete false equivalence and a bit of a stretch to say the least, but have you seen the film The Dawn Wall? The Dawn Wall? No. It's about it's a documentary about the guy, a couple of guys, a really interesting story actually, trying to climb a particular face of El Capitan in Yosemite. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they do a lot, the point being, they do a lot of their climbing at night because yes. it's easier to stick to the rock. Yes, okay, right. I wonder if there's something in that. Well, it probably makes the uh, well. It'll make the plastic uh, less um, pliable, I suppose. It'll make it a little stiffer, I suppose. All I'm saying is try it. it. Try it. Just try it. All right, okay. Maybe I will. I hate my cling film, but I love it. It does such great things when you get it off the roll. Oh, it's, it's a great. It's a great it. piece of kit, but it seems to have gone downhill in terms of it, of how the quality of it recently. The same as we yeah. were saying before. Like, Maybe that's just how we see life these days. We think that everything's mm. going to hell in a handcart. We need to find out what Jordan Peterson's take on cling film is. <laughs> probably sees so. it as a sign of uh, feminist oppression, no doubt. Yeah, probably, probably. All right, then. Um, we've done another show. Yeah. Uh, who knew? You believe who it? We, it's we, crazy. Sometimes you just look up and you go, that's a show done. They, that we had it uh, in us, to be quite frank. Uh, this has been the Luca B Show. We'll be back on Monday, the 23rd of May, for more fun games and hand grenades. <laughs> see you later. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you. I thought you were sorry. That's a really nice. No, you opened mouth and you opened mouth, and I thought you were about to say something. That was a really nice sign off, and I thought I'm not going to interrupt a genius at work. Well, just cut it there then. No, do it again. No, do it again. All right. Uh, We'll be back on Monday, the 23rd of May, for more fun games and hand grenades. Bye. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 